Warning, the following podcast may contain the following offensive words or phrases. Shit. Fuck. Cunt. Pussy. Ass Tom Brady crack ass nigga! Thank you. Welcome to the Weird Buffy Podcast. We're built for comfort and not for speed. What's good, man? It's the Where's Buffy podcast, but we're built for comfort, not for speed. It's uh, myself, Ilfam79, a.k.a. the R. Anderson, the podcast, and my partner, Fatboy Diz. What's up, brother? How you? Man, I'm good, man. Pleasure to be here today. Absolutely, man. It's a pleasure, man, because we have a very, very, very special guest, brother, brother Joel Ortiz, man. What's going on, brother? What's good, my brothers? How y'all feeling, man? Hey, man, I'm just, just happy to be here, man. Um... So, so we, we we know you got that um that's hip hop uh project on the way. But before we get to that, just to get to give our listeners kind of a backup. Now you you you're a uh, you're a New York guy, correct? Yes, Brooklyn bread. Brooklyn Cooper Projects, right? You got it. All right. So tell me about Cooper. Say again. Tell me about Cooper. Um, I mean. Pretty, pretty gutter, you know, pretty, pretty hood. Uh, you know, I know I'm using cliche words, but yeah, um, you know, 13 buildings, seven story high, small apartment, poverty, uh, drug infested, you know, just all the things that, there's all the things that you kind of don't, you know, want to come up in. But uh, yeah. it's the same, it's the very same thing that shaped me as a person and, and uh, allowed me to tell my story. Uh, so I, I wouldn't have it any better, but it's a, it's a pretty rough neighborhood. All right. So, so what, what led you to, what led you to that pen, to that, to them, to them, you know what I mean? To them ciphers. To the, to the, to the what? I, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What led you to like the pen, to the ciphers, man? To the, you know, I mean, I just always, uh, I mean, I just always had a, you know, a love, a love for, for rhyming. It happened when I was about 10 or 11 years old now. Came out of my project building and I seen a uh, seen my first cipher and I didn't know what it was. I just seen you know dudes standing around and and you know a big crowd and oohs and ahs and, and, and even females there and I was just like what's going on over there? And uh, you know I stood I walked over and I saw oh snap dudes is rapping and uh, I've always been a fan of music but like uh, I think it was that, it was that you know that particular instance where I said to myself well I want to do this and uh, I remember I just I ran upstairs and I, I started writing. Right, right there, like trying to come up with something. And um, the very next day, you know, I approached my first cipher, and um, it was then when I realized how open arms, you know, the hip hop community was. You know, they didn't turn me away. They were just like, "Yo, sure, you got a rap? Do your thing." You know, uh, I spit my rap, and you know, I never stopped since then. That's what's up. Um, so how did you get from, how did you get from there to unsigned hype? In the shorts, when it when it meant something. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a journey. Um, 
to be honest with you, it just it just was a grind, bro. Um, constantly studio, <clears throat> constantly putting joints out. Um, you know, standing in front of radio stations, handing out mixtapes, and you know, knocking on club doors like, how can I perform? Who can I open up for? Um, you know, just the want, the want for it. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be denied. You know, I, I just loved it too much. I was passionate about it. And I, and I still am. That's why, you know, we on the phone. Um, this is my first love. So, um, you know, Unsigned Hype wasn't something that I planned for. It was just me, you know, relentlessly recording and dropping stuff to make someone like The Source, you know, notice me at the time and be like, who is this Who is this Brooklyn kid that I just keep hearing about and keep hearing about? And how doesn't he have a record deal? And, and you know, that, that, that column at the time, was like uh was like getting a record deal. So I remember when I first I first got on that I was like, wait a second, this is this is this is unreal. Like I can't I can't believe I got on that hype and you know, shout to a source for, you know, recognizing me and giving me that uh that look, man. Or Yeah, it's crazy. Um so how did you get how did how did Dre hear you? was that uh, same same thing I mean, same thing to be honest with you, man. Just um, staying at it and um, and buzzing. <clears throat> you know, one one person tells another person who tells another person, and before you know it, you know, uh, your music lands in the, in the hands of uh, key uh, key people, and um, you know, like game changers. And um, you know, I had a, I had meeting after meeting. It's funny, I had meeting after meeting on the East Coast and in, 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 in New York based labels at the time, and um, nothing panned out. To be honest with you, it was just uh, yo, yeah, you dope and stuff, you know. But I was getting, I wasn't getting record deals for reasons outside of music, so it was, it was kind of discouraging, you know. Here I am, you know, wrapping my my tail off, and um, you know, I'm not getting opportunities for, you know, things like uh, you're too, you know, you're too heavy, or you know, you're nice for a Spanish dude, um, and, and uh, you know, just when I, you know, just when I look up, you know, or I look down actually. You know, the phone's ringing, and it's Dr. Dre, someone from the entire, from this other side of the country, saying, I'd love to meet you, and um, and fly me in, and, you know, showing me L.A. for the first time, and, and basically, in a nutshell, saying, yo, I, I flew you in because I'm a fan, and I'd love for you to be on Aftermath. It was just a, a real breath of fresh air, and it's something that I'll never forget. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thank Dr. Dre for giving me my first, my first opportunity. That's crazy. That's got to be a bug out. First, I mean, uh, Dre is iconic, and, and Dre is what we grew up with. And then Dre just just to hit you like, "Yo, I'm a fan." That's that's got to be a bug out. Um, how big of a how big of a letdown was it when that situation didn't pan the way you wanted it? It wasn't a, a letdown at all. Okay. Um, it, the situation didn't didn't pan because it was something that I asked Dr. Dre for. At the time, um, I asked to be released because uh, <clears throat> at that time, you know, the buzz was the buzz was uh, the buzz was up. Uh, you know, I was so antsy and so so ready to go. And um, <clears throat> I remember uh, him, him mentioning to me like, "Just hold tight, we're going to develop things and stuff like that." And um, it didn't really, you know, it didn't. It was just something that didn't ring sit well on my ear. So I'm like, man. Because, you know, you get, for years you hear, like, once that window is open, you got to jump through or things will fizzle out. So I, I kind of, you know, called Dr. Dre 
I mean, I'm leaving out a little bit <clears throat> because I don't like to throw, you know, other people under the bus, but there was p- people involved in my team that are no longer involved in my team that also, you know, weighed in on that situation and um, was kind of like coercing me into asking to be, you know, released from the label. Mm. So it was a combination of me, me being like, uh, man, I, I don't know, I got to wait around for who and what, and, you know, I, I know how this thing goes, man, like, you know, or, and also someone else that <clears throat> was uh, kind of telling me, yeah, man, you should, you should, you should, you should be released from there. And, you know, like, I don't think it was the right guidance at the time, but um, it wasn't, it wasn't a letdown because it was something that I asked for, but I will say this, man, loyalty, man, loyalty can, can, can be a can be an enemy sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Being loyal to some people, especially in this music game, like, you know, you got to really be careful uh, uh, who you come in with, who you go out with, and who's around you because it, it, it can affect you in a very negative way sometimes. Hey, Joel, this, this, this is, man. So my question to follow up on that is, is that the reason that that dude's no longer around you, or um, is it something, I mean, something else, or? Say it again. My, uh, the follow up to that is uh, the guy that's no longer in your camp that you, you know, that shall not be named. Is that the reason he's yeah. no longer there uh, because of that Dre situation? I mean, it was a it was a compilation of things. Um, that's just something looking back in hindsight. Like mm-hmm. I didn't recognize, you know, at the time, you know, that there was, uh, you know, that might have not been the best decision uh, for me. You remember, I'm I'm super young. It's my first record deal. Uh, uh, I, I don't know how to go about the business. I, I don't know the business at the time. All I know how to do is rap well. And, um, you know, it didn't, it wasn't the best, it wasn't the best decision looking back in hindsight for, for me. I, I don't think, I don't think leaving any, any music label or any, any, any uh, outlet that is interested in you and gives you your first opportunity. I don't think leaving them for any reasons outside of uh, music like, like, you know, them not allowing you to make the music you want, you know, things like that. I don't think you should ever, you should ever, you know, ask to be released from someone who's given you an opportunity. Um, and that was, uh, that's what, uh, you know, was being told to me at the time. But that, that was that. And then, you know, later on, you know, there was other opportunities that, that, that went away as well in different forms and different fashion, but all from the, the same person. You get what I'm saying? And, and it, it, it took me to realize, like, wait a second, I could have been here, there, there, and there, but I'm not, and it's because I'm being guided wrong. And, you know, it was no, I mean, I don't hate anyone, to be honest with you, but I just, once I noticed it and I, and I understood what was happening, I relieved, you know, the person from my team. All right, and, and so, so you go from there and you record, is, is, that's when we get the brick? The uh the Bodega Chronicles, Brick Bodega Chronicles. No, you got when, the Brick. Yeah, the Brick. Because I was in what happened was I was in verbal uh talks with with Koch, well E1 formerly known as Koch okay. at the time, and then Dr. Dre just kind of called out of nowhere. So <clears throat> when I went over when I went over there, I didn't expect him to be like you know I want to you know sign you, uh, but he did. So being that I had gave E uh E1 my word. Catch the time uh, that I would I would sign there. I uh, I called them and was like, "Yo, listen, I have interest from 
Dr. Dre and, and, and you guys, you know, you know what this is. This is a huge platform and opportunity for me. And um, they understood that. And then I under, on the flip side, I told Dre, you know, before I got out here, I was, you know, kind of in talks with E1, you know, and um, I, I would hate, you know, to, uh, you know, and promise them something and not deliver. And both, both labels agreed that, uh, that uh, you know, the, uh, the brick would be something that, that would be something that's good to set up the aftermath move. So I actually had two record deals at once. One, you know, one, one being, you know, on Koch, where I had already delivered, you know, music and had conversations with them and stuff like that. And Dre being like, yo, that, that's dope. That's cool. That'll be a like, catalyst to set up the aftermath situation. But I think you should announce it anyway. And um, that's why you guys had the brick. The brick was already was already done when I uh, when I had the aftermath drill. Ah, okay. So, I mean, the the fast forward version is eventually you get to to slaughterhouse, which is a group situation. And I know that's vastly different yeah. from moving the way you were able to move when it was just you know Joel making Joel decisions. What um, right. what were your favorite parts about the group dynamic once you jumped into slaughterhouse? Well, you know, being a solo artist my whole career, it was the it was the first time um, I was in the studio with other artists, period. Like, you know, when I did features with people or I had people come in for my album, like, you know, I always worked in there with the engineer and producer, and that, that was pretty much what was going on in the studio. So it was the first glimpse at collaborating with people and, and being inspired by other people to make music. Um, great, great bunch of guys too, man. Just really cool dudes. Shout out to Royce Crook and, and Joe, man. Um, you know, we house gangs for life, bro. Like those are, those are friends of mine. Um, I mean, we toured the world, you know, we, we still record, uh, we support each other's solo ventures right. and, and it just, it just was an eye opener to see, you know, three other people just as passionate about making hip hop. Uh, music, you know, in the same room and and having the same ideas and and uh, and, and respect for the culture is just dope. It's just dope, man. Um, I love I love Slaughterhouse and what it is and what it's done for me. Um, and and I, I'm sure the guys could say the same thing. So now <laughs> I I kept hearing you guys do different you know separate interviews and whatnot and I haven't seen you guys together for a while but I remember hearing you guys said you did have another project finished under Shady is that is that still a thing? Yeah, the, <clears throat> the album's done. Okay, the album, but um, but you how this thing goes, uh, you know we, we've all also you know mentioned it's a solo stuff. You know, I put out an album with uh, uh, in 2014 in winter uh, called House Slippers. You know, um, and then I followed it up with a human album with with Illmind. And now here I am with you know that hip hop uh, a collaborative project with with Domingo. Um, I feel like uh, that all all of us support each other and want nothing more than slaughterhouse music to come out. Um, but we are also in love with, you know, who we are, solo, solo artists. But, um, man, I miss, I miss that slaughterhouse stuff too. Uh, it's, it's just really tough because it's four of us. So it's not me 
only doing solo stuff. It's Royce doing solo stuff. You know, he does stuff from here, and you got Joe putting out his albums, and Hook just released something with with Static Selective. It, it's just tough, man, as far as uh, as far as timing goes, when you're trying to fit in all of us doing solo stuff and then coming together, you know, and devoting all of our time and energy to- towards, you know, a, a slaughterhouse stuff, but. I see it happen in 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 uh in the in the near future. I'd love it. I love for it to happen this year. I know all the guys would too. So you know, be on the lookout for that. And though I'm telling you that there's an album done, I know us. When we get back together, we'll be back in there cooking up new stuff because mm-hmm. that's just how that's just how we are. So um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going on as far as the, the house game goes. Okay, so you you mentioned you mentioned the Illmind record. Um, the the Illmind record was really really dope. Now I learned about Illmind from like what he did with like Little Brother and the Justice League. Um, how did y'all hook up for Human? Well, Illmind had produced on House Slippers, um, the the album previous to uh to Human, and um, you know we we had always just said you know you know we should get up we should you know we should do more you know we should do more. Uh, you know, then just you know, he produced I believe two records on uh, House Slippers. I was just like, yo, we vibe crazy. You know, like when I when I finish this tour and this run, you know, we should get back up. You know, we should get back in the studio. So when that happened, I I had you know when I finished coming off House Slippers tour, um, you know, I hit L. I was just like, yo, what you what you into? And he said, you know what, I got a nice little nice little studio up in the city right now. I'm working out of, and man, maybe you could come through and vibe. And I didn't. Neither one of us planned on doing it collaborative album we just want i just wanted to work with him and vice versa you know so i got up in there and you know we vibed out the first day um and we recorded a record and uh you know it was kind of, it was kind of like date you know day by like i hit him like you know i was just like what you doing today like nah nothing come back come through man let's vibe out and one record turned to two and two to six and before we looked out we were like Yo, what is this and it's like i don't know man let's keep rocking out and that birth human um and um and I, it's one of my favorite albums to date, man, uh, because we, we chose to capture the moment, not map it out, no big roundtable business meeting discussion, just vibes, music, and um, and, and delivery to the fans. And, uh, you know, I can see myself, you know, rocking out with Ilman in the future again. Um, I just love rapping, bro. I just love music. You know what I'm saying? So the Domingo stuff, just kind of organically happened too. I've just been letting the universe work. You know what I'm saying, and and uh, staying at it. Be honest with you. All right. Well, tell me. All right. So, so tell me about who. Now, is this the Domingo from the? Uh, I think that worked on um, Master Ace's uh, Disposable Arts. Is that the same Domingo? Yeah, Domingo. Yeah, big pun. Legendary. Yes. Domingo is you know legendary hip hop producer man. And he 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 uh he reached out and was like, Oh man, you know, been a fan for a long time, man. I'd I'd love to uh to work with you and I love working with people who are who are fans, bro. Especially when I'm I'm a fan too. So, you know, I went up to his studio on the Poconos and we uh we knocked out a joint or two and it kinda took it took shape the same way human took shape. Where it was just like, yo, let's just we we in a vibe, let's vibe. And um, you know, that you know, he does this the series called That's Hip Hop and he features artists and I, I just happen to be that featured artist this time around and um yeah it's a good piece of work bro mm-hmm. boutique project about 10 songs deep um Chris Rivers featured uh 
a young up-and-coming dude, Token, uh, a couple of other people, and it's just a feel-good record, Bill Dance from MOP. And, we, you know, we rocked out, and, and, and that spawned this. So, um, yeah, late, as of late, as of the last two years, Joel Ortiz has just been, it's, things have just been landing, landing in the right places for the right reasons, and I'm just, I'm just enjoying the journey. I don't even know what's next, bro. Hey man, that's, that's I mean we've been enjoying the music. I, I I just caught your um you destroying the uh summer sixteen joint. Um and I noticed last week that you 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 were um apparently you were in uh Canada up north, I don't know for All Star or whatever. But I seen a picture with the little Drake logo and the can we read in any anything into that? I mean, that's up to y'all. I, I was out in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's what's up. Um, yeah. So, now, I, I know Drake is a fan of battle rap culture, and I know you uh, you and the guys did the Total Slaughter thing. Um, it, it, I kept hearing... I, I keep, I keep, I kept, I keep hearing interviews, and they ask you like, "Who would you want? Who you want?" And I always heard you in clips. Yeah. So now, what's what's popping this year is the the two on twos with the uh, with uh, DNA and K shot have been running. It. Have you have you checked those out? I've been seeing, yeah, I've been seeing those things. So those are dope, man. So in a two on two, just hypothetically, and you know, the house game withstanding. If you had to pick an industry gentleman to run with you against a two-on-two team, who would you have run with you? If I could pick one person? An MC to run with you in a two-on-two battle against the DNA, K-Shine, or whoever. But but no slaughterhouse, dude. You got to pick somebody else. <laughs> All right, cool. Eminem. You said no slaughterhouse. <laughs> You're right, you're right. That was, I mean, you ain't saying no shady. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, you, you got me there. But, uh, if, I, if, I, uh, if I had to go outside of that family, though, um, and we talking about going, you know, stepping into the battle ring, um, I'm going to be looking for somebody that's witty, somebody with, you know, charisma, you know, because you got to catch the crowd. Uh, you got to get them involved. You got to be funny. So let me think on that for a second. Maybe I'd say, um, hmm, that's a good, good question. That's a good, good question. I don't, I don't know. And I can't get a battler. It would have to be someone else that's a. Uh, well, I mean, what battler would you have? That, hmm. I don't, I don't know how to answer that. I don't, I don't know how to answer that. Um, and. and I'd probably want to be the guy that uh that tagged myself in. I think that would be creative. I think that would be creative. I, I would go with an alter ego. You come in with the mystery. You know what I mean? Like that'd I, be a great prop. I play both. I play. I play, I play both sides. I know that's a cocky answer, yeah. but that's that's that's, that's, what the, that's what the battle ring is full of cockiness. Uh, it's going to be hard to find somebody that uh that, that uh that I feel super duper comfortable with outside of my my team and my and my shit family. So um. Yeah, I, I I play the alter ego thing and and uh probably switch clothes and all that. <laughs> so so my question to follow up to that would be: Is there anybody that you haven't worked with in the industry that you like? Who's the person that you want to work with next that you haven't worked with 
at this point? Well, Drake is Drake is one of the guys. Um, I respect the uh, I respect I respect the music. I, I'm a fan of the music. Um, uh, Kanye West is another one of the dudes, man. Uh, I love uh, I love working with people who are passionate, man. Yeah, yeah. They're a little passionate about about you know you say what you want, but the the passion is there. The passion to make music is there. The passion to express themselves is there. Uh, I, I, you know, those are two people off the rip. I, I would, I would love, I would love to do stuff with. Uh, J. Cole, another person I feel is, uh, is, is talking the right stuff and doing it his way. Um, you know, I can see myself collaborating with J. Cole as well. Uh, Macklemore is someone else I, 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 I enjoy. Um, doing it his way, involving the OGs and the pioneers and, and things like that. Man, I, I gotta, I gotta honor that. Um, you know, I'm, People off the top, top of my head, uh, you know, on big, you know, big, big people, big people on big stages because they big and passionate, man. Um, so those are a couple of names I'd like to work with. All right. So, so back to like the, the battle and the battle culture, because I, I know you guys say you guys were into it. Have you, have you watched, have you had a chance? I, I know you've been working, but have you had a chance to watch? Like what was the last really good battle that was entertaining you watched? Um, I have been working, to be honest with you. I've got glimpses of, like, the K-Shine and, and uh, DNA stuff and, and uh, the two-on-twos and stuff like that. I haven't really, in the last month, two months, I haven't got a chance to, to really hone in on, on the battles, on the battle stuff, to be honest with you. Um, I know some of my favorite battlers, though, are, uh, you know, you know, Charlie Clifton, uh, Man, um, let me think. Uh, I'm day, a daylight when he's not full of the, full of the extra antics. Yep, that's everybody's. I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think. Uh, I think when he when he when he zone, when he zones in, boy, boy, oh boy. I mean, even some of the antics are great. To yeah. be honest with you, but um, I, I just like I just like when he plays with the words. Uh, you know, those are two. Of, those are two. Of, two of my favorites. Um, even the young boy, JC. Mm. Is a is a little aggressive beast on that on that on that on that on that scene. So as you can tell, I take I, I pay attention to the to the battle scene. I, I love it because it involves bars. Yeah. Um. Not too many bars. Not too many bars on the radio nowadays. So you got to go other places. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That that's legit, man. Um, and, and it's, I like I, I'm a fan of battle culture just because it's it's. It's a, it's almost a sports take on rapping. It's 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 almost like you know what I mean, like a boxing match with raps. So now New York is a a huge sports market. Um, where where are your where are your affiliations there? Giants, Jets, Mets, Yanks. Where you at? I'm a Jet. First and foremost, I asked my first uh, my first love on, as far as a New York team. I'm a New York Jet. Um. I friend, I'm, you know, a good friend of mine is on the Giants, so <laughs> it, uh, it, tw- it twists me up because I go to Giants games to check Victor uh, Cruz play. But uh, <clears throat> I was, I came up a Jet man, that, that green, that game green in me. <laughs> um, that's my first love. That's my first love, Jet. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm a Yank fan as well. Uh-huh. I'm a Yankee fan as well. Um, you know, I've been a Yank since you know Willie Randolph, and you know, as a little kid watching. 
and Steve Sachs and Mattingly and mm. uh, you know all 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 those guys and uh, Dave Winfield and stuff like that. So yeah. I've been a Yank for a long time since a little little kid. No, no. Uh, as far as basketball, man, believe it or not, I'm a Bulls fan. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I came up, yeah, yeah I came up watching Mike and loving Mike. You know, when you when you little, it's just who it's just who you're a fan of, and that's that's and that ends up being what it is. So, you know, I was a fan of I was a fan of Michael Jordan. You know, you know, even though he he damaged the Knicks for many years, <laughs> I was you know I was a little I was a kid wanting to be like Mike. So, I'm still I'm still a Bulls fan. That's what's up. Now, 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 you mentioned Vic Cruz, and you just mentioned Michael Jordan. Um, both gentlemen are very influential in sneaker culture. Um, do you do you get yeah. into the sneaker game at all? I mean, you are in NY. Uh, I, I wouldn't consider myself a sneakerhead. Okay, but um, it's funny. It's funny because you know I buy sneakers sometimes. You know, sneakers that I like, all right. and sneakerheads be like, "Oh, that's how you felt." Right. So I think I'm low key a sneakerhead, but okay. I just. <laughs> I just ain't one of them dudes that go crazy, but I guess I, I picked the right stuff sometimes. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Um, we, we have a segment on our show called Shooting the Five. Hashtag ST5, hashtag Shooting the Five. <laughs> Can you give me your top five off top of your head favorite pair of kicks? Favorite pair of kicks? Uh, I like the Bo Jackson. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, I like... Uh, let me think about this. Um, I like the uh, I like the Barclays. Ah, Barclays are classic. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's tough. Yeah, it's, uh, I like the Bones. I like the Barclays. I like Griffies. Ah, Griffies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm that. That's what that's what I am. I'm that. Um. I like tough kicks, like you know, tough. They look rugged. Uh, I like of all the Jordan, of all the Jordans, my favorite, my favorite pair of mics are probably um, probably the fifteens, bro. The fifteens. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah. So you know, Joe, as a New York dude, I thought you was going. I thought for sure you were going to say Buddy Timberlands, man. I was waiting for that shit. I thought you were going to say a pair of. Buddy, nah, I don't, I don't know, man. I just like the, the ones that look rugged, man. I like I like that rugged that rugged look, man. Mm. You know, I'm Brooklyn forever, man. So, you know, if, it, if they look too bright and too pretty, man, it ain't it ain't for me. Um, you know, you said I was gonna say the Elevens, huh? I, I thought you were gonna say Tim's. I was. I thought you. I, honestly, I thought you were gonna say threes, either threes or four, because those are flawless sneakers. Um, yeah. So, I tell you what, though, I got a two pair of uh. M&M uh, joint uh, for the oh, collaboration with uh, with Carhartt. Yeah, it was just tough. I hate to... I, I don't want to be a hater. I'm hating now, yo. Them, them Carhartt M's is crazy. The fours are my favorite Jordans. So, yeah, them, them M's that just... Wow. Well... You know, I, 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 had no, I, I, had no, I had no clue. Um, no, I was up at the, um, at the, the office and... Um, they was like, yo, yeah, we got you up. Uh, you know, we got, got some kicks up here for you, whatever. So I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, I ain't, like I said, I'm not sneaker head dude. So I posted them, like, you know, thanks. But, you know, homie Eminem and everybody, you know what I mean? Give me a pair of sneakers. And my grand went crazy, like, yeah. Yo, Sam, you know, what's the world? I was like, oh, man. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I was like, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't understand at the moment. You know what I mean? Like, you said you had but, yeah, I, going crazy? I, Is that what you just said? 
Say it again. Did Fat Joe go crazy over them? No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't say Fat Joe. Oh, 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 oh. I said that just people on on, on Instagram, oh, like, okay. and social media was just like your word. That's how you feel like you started. I'm like, nah, I didn't even know what it was. Like, evidently, like, those are a, a super big deal. I, I mean, I knew they were fresh because it's, it's, it's Eminem and Jordan and Carl. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is dope. But I didn't understand, I didn't understand like, oh, they're not it. No, those are the joints. Yeah, you're not walking anywhere <laughs> with your Amex and grabbing them. You know what I mean? Tim is a tough grab. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm going to definitely hurt them this summer with those. I don't even know. Where I'm gonna do them yet, but I'm, it'll probably just be a barbecue one time. Like, oh, yeah, let me throw these on. Oh, that's the <laughs> <laughs> Niggas be whispering behind you and whatnot. Yo, you got them Eminem mm-hmm. ones. <laughs> oh, bro, the first joint I ever, ever heard you on um, was the hip hop joint. Uh, the song. Okay. Uh, from the brick. And you start the record, hey, yo, do me a favor, accidentally step on your white sunglasses. One of my favorite things yeah. I've ever heard in hip hop that wasn't just a bar. What would you, <laughs> what would you want niggas to accidentally step on, wash, burn, uh, pour bleach on right now? Um, uh, I could do without. I could do without those um uh, those skirt things, man. Hmm. I was hoping they weren't really. Yeah, I mean, I just. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool on those, man. I don't really. It's weird. That's just me. I mean, whatever, man. However you fashion forward. <laughs> all right, cool. But I just never been. I mean, I never been all right with the men in the dress thing, man. Um, not mm-hmm. on some homophobic stuff, right? You know, whatever. You know, to each his own. But like, uh, man, like it's too much. What I'm. It doesn't reflect what I stand for. That's all. So yeah, you, you get rid of the dress thing. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Um, that's that's honestly, man. That's that's what I have for you this evening, man. Um, so what are the details on um on that's hip hop? Uh, when can we expect that in stores? When can we go? Are we are we just getting it digital? Are there gonna be physical copies? What's what's the info on that? Yeah, we're gonna do a limited a limited amount of physicals. Like I said, this is a boutique project. You know, it's not a Joel album. It's a it's a me and Domingo project. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're doing we're doing a limited uh. CD press, but um, yeah, it'll be available, uh, you know, digitally, you know, to, to pick up. Um, we released it in March 15th, so it's in, in about two weeks. Um, you know, the, we just released another record today, Last Man Standing. Um, tough record to be, we do Scratch Hook, just the essence. You know what I mean? Like the things that me and Domingo are so, so, so much fans of that 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 uh, organic hip hop early 90s feel um so yeah this is uh, this is just something that we both we, me and him both wanted to do because we love what it came from and we still stand for that um not that we don't uh, you know uh invite you know the growth and change of hip-hop but sometimes you just gotta you just gotta pay homage to what it to what it came from and um you know me being a fan of that boom bap and him being one of the creators of that early sound i thought that this project would be fun and, and that's exactly what it is so we were releasing that in two weeks, March fifteenth, um, digitally, and you know you could preload, you could um, pre-order it now for the digital copy. I mean for the um, CD, the physical copy. And um, yo, it's been pre-ordered pretty well. I, I mean, man, there's still an audience for that, for that, for that, for that sound, man. I, I see that. So me and Domingo ain't alone, man. Hey, Joe, well, man. So y'all got any tour dates coming? Y'all coming to Baltimore anytime soon or this area? 
Um, you know what? We're routing the um, we're routing a, uh, a tour for that shit pop, and I, I I always do the uh my I do my East Coast run all the way you know from New York down to Florida and back up. So I, I can't I can't see me not doing B more, man. I, I guess you know I'll let you guys know when it, when that's gonna be, but I'll, I'll make some tour date announcements in the in the coming week. And um, you know what I mean? I'm I'm sure B more man will be in that in that uh included in that. No doubt. And, and man, one last question, man. So. I caught on to you late. Like one of the things that we talk about on the show is that I'm not a fan of. Uh, I'm gonna use air quotes. Real hip hop and shit, right? Uh, you know, I, I like rap and shit, like ignorant ass dumb shit, right? What? So right. being a, a late bloomer to Joel Ortiz, what is Yawa, man? Like I don't. I'm I'm confused <laughs> about that shit, G. What, what is that, man? Can you explain? Ah, uh, man. <laughs> you know Yawa, Yawa uh, started my project, man. Me being drunk. Drunk, you know, just hanging out with the guys on the project bench drinking. And, uh, you know, one of my dudes was a couple buildings away and I was trying to call him, but I was slurring crazy. Mm. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to say, I'm saying, I'm trying to say, yo, man, like, where you going? But I was just like, yeah, like, <laughs> and it just, it just, it just, it just stuck and it just became something that I said, you know, as a signature, like, you know, you're getting ready to get a Joel verse or a Joel offering when you hear this. Right. And then you know that turned that turned into a you know uh, a term of endearment. I, now I'm saying yeah with all my my homies, and now I'm saying yeah with all the fans, and and then it turned me into Mister Yow, and it, it, it just took a life of its own. And um, I love it. I love it, man. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's part of my personality. It's a part of me now. I can't I can't go I can't go anywhere without somebody saying it. So I couldn't shake that if I wanted to, but. I'm so happy that that happened off that E&J that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, brother. Well, brother, we, we definitely appreciate you calling up, man. Um, we definitely will support that project. Um, we definitely, definitely going to hit, um, hit, hit niggas. Um, just hit niggas with every, all the info we get. Um, where can people get at you on social media? Uh, at Joel Ortiz, uh, J-O-E-L-L. O R T I Z. That's on that's uh, Twitter and um and Instagram. Um, and my Facebook is, is is the same. Hit me up on Facebook and all that. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a snap soon. I'm I'm one of them dudes that just be cooling out to it. You know, I'm doing at my own pace. Yeah. I guess I'll I guess I'll get it to the snap where I'm not really the one for the the extra videos and all that stuff. But whatever. I think people need to see that. Uh, I'm a, I'm I'm funny and I'm I run around too. So I, I'm a, I'm a snapping a little bit. That's what's up. Word. That's what's up, brother. We appreciate you coming through, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you too. All right, brother. Peace. Man, thank you. All right, man.